Hello all and welcome to Everyday Black History, here where we highlight the historical achievements and contributions of black men and women, both past and present, and their contribution to black history and black culture, and the importance it means for us as uh, people of the African diaspora today, or even just people who are curious to know about what, you know, uh, black people, Africans, African Americans, Afro Latinos have contributed to culture and just to our way of life. So now today on Everyday Black History, we're going to be highlighting, highlighting a brother by the name of Charles W. Chappelle. And Charles W. Chappelle was an African American aviation pioneer, an electrical engineer, and a businessman who was the president of the African Union Company. And their mission in the early 1900s was to create small, modernized African cities for blacks with leased land from the Gold Coast of West Africa. During this time, uh, construction and modernization uh, was to be done on the Gold Coast, where several hundred thousand dollars in capital was raised through the stock market. Infrastructure deals, infrastructure metal deals were made with companies such as U.S. Steel. And uh, Charles Chappelle was able to have contracts with 82 tribal chiefs in, in the Gold Coast of Africa, West Africa, and other African nations for the exploitation of gold, cocoa, rubber, and mahogany. Now just to give a little background information on Charles Chappelle, he was one of 18 children, wow, who was born in Edington, Georgia on July 11, 1872 to Reverend George W. Chappelle and Anne and Anna Johnson Chappelle. And he learned his skills, his engineering skills, and just his knack for uh, building things in business from attending Knox Institute in Georgia as well as the Morris Brown University in Atlanta, Georgia. And he also attended uh, several United States correspondence schools as well where he got his education. He started working and earning wages at the young age of 10 uh, doing odd jobs such as working at lumber yards, brick and mortar positions and things similar to that nature. But after receiving his education um, from university, he also even worked as a school teacher in White Plains, Georgia. And during this time, he moved around a lot, where he even uh, lived in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, as well as uh, where he lived in my hometown, Brooklyn, New York, um, as well, where he was an architect and a uh, developer, and he erected several buildings in the neighborhood. So you can see already that he had a very varied uh, um, career track, where he was a, already a teacher, as well as, a, as well as an architect and a contractor. Now, as far as his business is concerned, uh, Charles Chappelle was the first head electrician of U.S. Steel, of U.S. Steel, and he used his contacts there to help the African Union Company that he started um, at, and he formed it while he was in Brooklyn, in 1821 Dean Street to be in fact, in Brooklyn, New York, and the company grew so big that it had branches in Cincinnati, Ohio, as well as in the Gold Coast of West Africa. Now, he was able to uh, get funding, uh, additional funding for the African Union Company from trading in commodities such as silver and tin, and as mentioned, mahogany, gold, cocoa, and rubber. And he was able to get them exported to the USA and in Europe. During times when uh, uh, the U.S. Steel Company was going to buy the African Union Company, uh, there was the African Un Union Company had such a large a mahogany concession in the Gold Coast, which made them valuable to the U.S. Steel Company. Now, 
during this time, naturally there would be some leaders in the African continent who did not favor the export arrangement because they felt that it was, that it was depleting Africa of its natural resources and giving it to um, America and Europe and that they were using an African-American to do so. But overall, as mentioned, he was able to secure contracts with 82 tribal chiefs and he uh, was accepted favorably by Africa's black population and their leaders. Uh, he moved back from Africa because he spent eight years in Africa developing the African Union Company um, that he started in Brooklyn. And he moved back to Pittsburgh in the 1920s um, while still the president of the African Union Company. And uh, he left it to uh, Dr. J. M. S. Scott, who was the chairman while he was in the United States. Now, unfortunately, during the Great, Tri- uh, during the Great uh, Depression, uh, they had trouble exporting things. During the height of their uh, career, during the height of their run, the African Union Company had over 100,000 tons of plants that they were using, extensive plants that they were using to help um, build, as well as $8 million worth of the finest grades of mahogany that were being shipped to the United States and Europe. The business was thriving so well that it required two steamships to make these deliveries back and forth. But as mentioned, during the Great Tribulation, uh, Dr. J. Emmett Scott, who was the chairman that uh, Charles Chappelle left um, in charge of the African Union Company, he had trouble uh, trying to get those uh, commodities delivered to the USA and Europe, which in turn kind of hurt the African Union Company, where they were kind of teetering on to survive. But by the 1930s, the African Union Company was defunct because the Great Depression had set in and a lot of companies had closed their doors because of the depression on the economy. But yet and still, Charles Chappelle was able to build this company um, on his, you know, with the help of, you know, backers and, you know, U.S. Steel, he was able to build this company to try and develop Africa during the early 1900s and even using that connection to America as well um, trying to build up that African nation Um, but he also as mentioned was an aviation pioneer he had a very varied uh, interest in his inventions and in his businesses and in 1910 he was a member of the United States Aeronautical Reserve and he was mentioned to have uh, invented an aeroplane embodying some very interesting features and it was especially equipped with safety devices for long distance passenger carrying flights. Now in 1911, he was the first and only African American to display an airplane at the spectacular first industrial airplane show that was held in conjunction with the US International Auto Show um, in Manhattan at the Grand Central Palace in New York City. His airplane invention was written about in several of the African-American media, the newspapers, and even in a, Ghana, in a Ghanaian newspaper in which it described it as a quadruplane. And everyone was excited because there was an African-American inventor that was there who was displaying his invention, which was an airplane. And who knew that it was an African-American who was one of the early inventors of the airplane? 
the event had a host of, you know, the well-established attending and speaking, all these rich people that were there to see this black man showing off his invention. And he was even, uh, uh, you know, written about in other articles and other uh, issues, the crisis, a record of the darker races in which he talked about his uh, aviation invention. So a lot of people don't know that one of the early inventors of the airplane was an African-American, and his name was Charles Chappelle. Now, he actually formed the first uh, African-American airplane company in Manhattan on the west side, which is West 53rd Street at the Hotel Mako, with $10 million in capital, and he served as his vice president. So, think about that. You know, who knew that there was actually an airplane company that was formed by an African-American man. As mentioned, he uh, moved back to the United States and he lived in Pennsy- uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for, for a long time where he was employed by the city's departments of land and buildings. And he uh, also was involved in um, you know a lot of different businesses. As mentioned, he helped to build um, different buildings in Brooklyn. So just think about his career track. He went from being a teacher to being an architect to being a contractor to being an airplane designer and businessman. So just based off of his career trajectory and what he's accomplished, what we've went over today, you can see that he contributed a lot to black history and to black culture. So he can be an example to the next engineer. Maybe there's some kid out there who's who's interested in the airplanes and you know the, the fixing airplanes or creation of airplanes Charles Chappelle can be the example so Charles Chappelle we thank you for your contribution to black history and black culture and we salute you but when you get a chance do yourself a, a favor and uh, look up Charles uh, W. Chappelle and look up his invention his invention of the airplane and how it was actually forward thinking because he even created with safety uh, features on it but that concludes this episode of everyday black history we'll be coming back again tomorrow with more people and institutions that we will be covering and highlighting in their contribution to black history and black culture so thank you for listening and stay tuned to the next episode